0: like yeah, no action news. My And now your host, Mike Lonsberry. I'm totally gonna use that too.
2: And welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on The Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great articles for you. Lots of great content podcast-wise as well, so check it out. We have another fun episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the most recent two episodes of The Mandalorian from uh, Season 3. Um, joining me on the podcast as always i have my two awesome co-hosts for this podcast venture we've got mr mc brooks and we've got mr james rambo fellas how are you today
0: glad to be back i'm awake and i'm breathing things are going well yeah always a good
2: good combination of things there i'm actively on fire (laughs) That's a win Um, So the last time you heard us on the airwaves We were talking about The Last of Us And the the finale with that Uh, MC I know you had some stuff going on And you didn't really get a chance to uh, Give us your thoughts on that So I wanted to give you a chance uh, To kind of just go through what you thought of the finale But just overall the whole series Up to this point that we've seen So season one of The Last of Us
1: Oh I thought it was great I I think um, It I think this should serve as kind of a standard for video game adaptations just in terms of like you don't need to follow everything necessarily to a T there are diff- absolutely ways that you can use what came before you know assuming that what you're basing it on is, is is good to pull from and then also doing a good job to be to expand on things in ways that the game didn't really didn't uh, get a chance to with with certain characters and with certain scenarios so I thought the series overall was absolutely uh, fantastic. Pedro and Bella Ramsey were both incredible. They they both had really great moments individually and together on screen. Um, I yeah really enjoyed the finale. Um, it makes me very excited for season two. And I I, I think I think was it the sh- the showrunner or someone who said something about them making changes to season two, which to me sounds like oh they're gonna stretch that bitch out because they they want more Pedro. <laughs> they wanna make sure we have if you if you know about what happens uh with this character, they're like, Oh yeah, no, we want they want to make sure we get we get a, a whole lot of Pedro in season two, for sure. Um and I'm but I'm I'm very excited for it. Um I actually really wanna give it a rewatch. And uh yeah. I just read I just re-downloaded the game, so I'm gonna give that a replay also. And yeah, just I thought the series was was just great. And I'm I'm just really glad that we're at a point now where, you know Having a good video game adaptation is no longer a joke. it's not a meme. It's not something right. we 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 say in jest about oh' well, that'll never happen. You know we've come a long ways from the that first Super Mario brothers movie, and I'm uh, <laughs> very glad that you know that you know we that this this series showed that you can you can you can adapt a video game and make it great.
2: yeah, for sure. um yeah, I totally agree. Uh, we, it's funny too, now that uh, we're far enough away from the halo, uh, series, like how disparate the two are because mm-hmm. halo, I, I still like, I'm willing to not die on this hill, but I'm willing to at least like have a, a moderate fight about it. Um, I didn't dislike the halo series, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't a huge fan of the video game. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't intimately involved with the yeah. video game or, or read the lore or any of that shit um but i get all of the criticism of it's not like the game and they've really veered in in a different direction um yeah. this with last of us it showed us that like you can stick to the source material but then also take it in different directions in as long direction, as you have job. the as long as you have the heart and the spirit of it which i feel like that was the big knock on halo yeah. it's like it didn't have the same vibe it threw everything off in the timeline like everything was all over the place yeah.
1: I think, I think if anything, just kind of treat it like how the MCU treats comics. I mean, it's not like they pull everything that they use for movies is one-to-one. They do different stuff all the time. And most people will complain at first, but if it's good, you know, no one gives a shit. We still have, we still have, you can still go to the comic if you want that version of it. Or if you, if you like the, the MCU version of it, boom, you got that version to go along with it too. You have options.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, that being said, well, we'll go ahead and put the Last of Us to bed. Um, any any parting comments you have, uh, MC or Rambo, uh, about the Last of Us uh, season one, or just like the the whole thing?
1: Yeah, bring on season two. I'm I'm already ready for it. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Let's jump into another Pedro Pascal property uh, since we're doing alliteration today. Um, <laughs> let's go into the Mandalorian season three. Um, we are now <clears throat> we're going to go over episode four and five here. I was shocked with episode three when we talked about that one uh, two weeks ago, when we talked about um, the episode that was very upsetting for many reasons, Um, uh, with the the whole Operation Paperclip uh, undertones that it had, and the fact that we're seeing the beginning of the First Order. but episode four was I, I I liked episode four and I like that this show basically can do stuff where it's like, yeah, here's the big storyline, but also like here's just some cool adventure shit and some cool special effects and some cool Mandalorians fighting shit. Cause who doesn't like that, right? Like I, I like that they actually both of these episodes did that, where it was like, we get to see some cool shit. We get to see what what these people really are. Like this this um I guess diasporatic is a good word, I guess that works, because they're all away from their homeland. Um, how Mandalorians are existing now that they have no home planet, because as, as the Empire referred to it, it was turned to glass, um, and we got to see that. But like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this season so far. It, it doesn't have the same punch that it did in the first season. Like, I think the first season was so different than anything we had seen Star Wars-wise, and it had much more of a Western feel to it. Yeah. This doesn't feel like that, and that's OK. I don't have an issue with that. I think it's fine. Um, but this one is more, it feels like they took the Clone Wars and just put it on the big screen, and they made it live action, which is not an awful thing um, because of who's running it. I mean, you see it's Filoni. You see that it's um, John Favreau. Um, and I think it's in capable hands. And I like all, I like all the stuff that they're, they're doing with it. Um, because there's a lot to tackle as far as where we're at in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And they're not giving it to us all at the same time. Wink, wink, looking directly at you, Rise of Skywalker, and throwing all of that shit at us at the same time. Like, they're spreading it out just justifiably to make sure that we're getting all the things that we we wanna see. Um, let's go kind of round the table and we'll talk about each dis- uh, each episode. Um, <clears throat> Rambo, what do you think so far the
0: last two episodes of, uh, of Mando? Uh, I mean, I, I do love sort of a, a disparate, um, space Western TV series with like episodes that are connected, but you know, not connected. Um, but I appreciate that they're, you know, kind of building towards something and, you know, threads through the first couple seasons are all kind of like coming together here and there. Um, I like the little cameos uh that, I, that I'm able to pick up like uh Zeb showing up in the last episode yeah
2: mm-hmm. um, that was fucking
1: awesome yes <laughs> uh, yeah
0: I mean like even somebody who hadn't watched Rebels I I, I saw him and I was like that's the original Chewie design I mean, that's the guy from Rebels um but uh and, and I, I like the fact that they're using like uh uh oh what's his fucking name the most famous Star Wars designer. McQuarrie, Ralph McQuarrie. Ralph McQuarrie, yeah. Uh, I like that they're using a but like a, like a bunch of his his like styled versions of C3PO show up as a bunch of the robots on and a bunch of the droids on, on Coruscant. Um yeah, I, I don't know, I I, <clears throat> I don't have anything super interesting to say, I guess. It's just <laughs> like it's been good. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Um, it was cool to see uh, 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 Grogu snipe that fucking kid. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> just bam, 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 done, done. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm always excited to see Katie O'Brien on TV. Um, there's yeah, a lot of very attractive people on television, and I like watching that uh and it was i i i also like the idea that the um the blacksmiths were like we should we should maybe unify like this is if we have the opportunity to do this we should kind of like put the work in and bo-katan is like our best bet to to knock that out so let's uh <laughs> Let's go ahead and do that.
2: Um, I honestly thought she was going to take her helmet off.
0: I, Went, say, I did yeah, too. Yeah, I thought yeah. they both would, would would come out without without them on.
2: I thought it was going to be a reveal. I thought we were going to find yeah. out that it was somebody that we've seen in the Clone Wars. Um, I mean, it wasn't. It's fine. But it was just like I, th- that's. I was literally like, "Oh shit! Hang on. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here." And I'm waiting for it, and then it doesn't come, and I'm like, eh, "It's all right.
0: I guess it's fine."
2: Yeah. Well, see, I'm 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 glad that.
0: it it wasn't like we, we didn't get to reveal it was like a named character because that is one of the things I, I dislike most about Star Wars is its tendency toward um, the narrowing of the universe. Like this is supposed yeah. to take place. Everyone over, knows each like, other. Yeah, everybody knows each other. They're always someone you've seen before. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's you know it's it's one of the many problems where the Skywalker is like yeah. oh Ray was a Palpatine you're like all right fucking yeah. fine um, yeah spoiler uh, yeah if it's not a Palpatine <laughs> a Skywalker <laughs> or Kenobi yeah exactly yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah because in in a, you know a galaxy far far away there's only like ten families um, <laughs> but yeah no it, it's it's fucking dope man like it keeps being good I liked. Uh, I I really appreciated episode three, like the fact that they were like, we're gonna break off now and show you a whole different thing and how, and then we'll have that thing tied back into everything else. Um, I'm wondering how much of this is like framing uh, Din and how, in terms of uh, uh, Moff Gideon and how much of it is like, oh, is there a fucking mole? Like, is there uh, like, you know secret slaves of the empire still stuck in the yeah. in the the mandalorians um and that's exciting that's interesting to see how they're going to play that out um yeah. also fucking so happy to see uh again began playing his name but dude from Kim's convenience see Yes, I uh, I want to make sure Sun
1: curious. Hyun Lee I think yeah
2: I, I think yeah. that's how you pronounce it so, uh, yeah Paul yeah. Sun so Young Lee. Lee yeah
0: yeah I'm glad he showed up too oh and fucking me Meadows. Can-
1: fucking yeah.
2: Tim Meadows yeah. shows up
0: and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. Tim Meadows is a new republic, you know, bureaucrat. Yeah. Who's just like, "Uh, what? No." Yeah. <laughs> I saw I talk.
1: saw a great,
2: i saw a great meme of where he's talking to um he's talking to Paul uh Sun-Hyung Lee's character and he's just like, "Yeah, you know, whatever." And then uh, Katie O'Brien's character walks in and they change him from his character there to the ladies' man. And he's like, ooh,
0: hey, it's a lady. And I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, and also, this is obviously going to be a thing we're all going to talk about. But, yep. Fucking Ahmed Best showing up, kicking nine kinds of ass. Uh, oh, yeah. That was fucking phenomenal. I, I also love that they kind of, like, weirdly brought that game show that he did into canon. Yeah. Because that's the same character. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the same Jedi character.
2: Yeah. That was really cool. And, like, I, that's that's another thing that I'm really loving about. Um, I talked about it, and just to give a quick plug to our uh, some of our other podcasts here on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. Um, FedCon, Federation Conversations, is our Star Trek podcast. I talked about how the Star Trek fandom has rebelled against... The old hats who are just like, whoa, well, oh, this new Star Trek is too woke, and they cry too much, and it's too emotional, and why does everybody have to be gay? And it's like, why y'all really, gay? y'all don't understand what Star Trek is all about, if that's what you're saying. And the new, gen- the newer, younger generation is like, no, we fully embrace this, and in fact, we love that we're getting to see ourselves represented on screen. I love that Star Wars is starting to do this now and that Star Wars is saying, hey, we fucked some of these kids up. We fucked up Ahmed Best. We fucked up Jake Lloyd. We fucked up um, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Being, we need to give them a chance to be redeemed, not like as their as their characters, because I mean, Darth Vader's kind of unredeemable, um, but like we're giving these actors a chance to come back and love Star Wars again, because it is it, it burned them. Like Anakin was not interested our uh, Hayden Christensen was not interested in coming back because of the negative experiences he had because people were such dicks to him. And like, I sent Rambo, I sent you the TikTok and I meant to send it to you as well, MC, but the little girl who played Leia in Obi-Wan saw yeah. Hayden Christensen at a con and like runs across the con floor and like jumps into Hayden Christensen's arms and she's so excited to see him. And like, I love that he's getting to have this kind of joy yeah. about this character because this is what he deserved. And honestly, this is what Ahmed Best deserved too. You know, and like, I'm so glad that people are understanding and appreciative, but like cognizant of emotions instead of just having a bunch of dickheads being like, oh, you ruined Star Wars for me. Like, I'm glad that that is starting to get pushed aside. And that it was a very loud voice that was saying that 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 loud voice is starting to get tamped the fuck down and you can't hear it anymore because the positivity is winning out. And I think that that's
0: awesome yeah yeah i the fact that that um i i mean i i i do hesitate to to use the word uh uh redemption because redemption implies that they did anything wrong yeah um yeah fair when they were just doing their fucking jobs <laughs> like, and, and like and like they were just following orders like they were goddamn <laughs> actors in a goddamn movie um so there's yeah there's nothing to be redeemed uh, uh but just yeah the opportunity to to come back and and um and and be embraced um, and I think a big part of that is also like the people who grew up watching the prequels uh, are now fucking adults yeah and are now mm-hmm. like you know to some degree able to call some shots and and like that is now the audience that's being catered toward. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they can uh, uh, take something that you know, hey, I didn't particularly like those movies, but if you can take different elements of those, um, like the characters aren't the problems, uh, the the like new planets and things they introduce aren't the problems. It's the fucking stories overall that I wasn't a huge fan of, but there's definitely shit there that's that's worth mining and worth picking up and, and running with. I mean, the fact that the Clone Wars series exists at all, yeah, uh, and ran for what six seven seasons is like that's proof positive that there's plenty to that's plenty that's worthwhile uh uh to to carry on with um so yeah uh and it, it it just it was really nice to see him uh be able to to show up and like you know be a bad motherfucker and 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 say like you know if not for him uh uh everyone's favorite little green gremlin would be dead yeah um <laughs> yeah. somebody pointed out the uh the idea that um, um Naboo never forgot the fact that Qui-Gon jin like sacrificed himself uh yeah. so that they could survive so like that's why they go so hard for the uh, for the jedi um which i thought was actually pretty cool too um but yeah no overall i'm, I'm digging it it's it's they're they're getting some good uh, good story beats some good action beats in there um and it's just yeah it's more of the same but the same has been really fucking good so far yeah got it I want to mention something real quick
2: that bothers the fuck out of me, that when talking about something that is from the planet of N- a Naboo, in Star Wars, they call it Nubian technology. And that irritates <laughs> me. I'm like, let's not do that. Because the fucking Watto, the little flying dude, like he's like, oh, it's a Nubian.
0: Uh, and I'm like, whoa, what did you just say? Like, I mean, like, Naboon. Nabunian. It's right there, or Nabooian, yeah. like, yeah. yep.
2: like, what the fuck, dude? What is wrong with George Lucas,
0: dude? Like, Nubian. What the fuck? Yeah, it's what's a, a Nubian. Nubian. <laughs> uh... Bitch, you almost made me laugh.
1: <laughs>
2: Shut <laughs> the fuck up, <laughs> Darth Vader, the blackest man in the galaxy. Take off his mask. It turns out. He's a crusty old white man they're trying to tell us we all wants to be white <laughs> god damn i love that movie that's one of those movies like chasing amy is one of those movies like uh full metal jacket where the first half of the movie is very different than the second half of the movie Yeah, and like because it's funny as fuck, and then it gets real serious i mean it's a good movie i i chasing amy i think is honestly one of his best like across the board i think it's probably his oh, yeah. um, most solid flick that he has um but yeah that has a tone shift um but it's handled well too so yeah anyways fucking mando um <laughs> i love i did, did you guys know that um i can't even remember his real name because i make make so many jokes about it carl weathers carl weathers directed the uh fourth episode of uh um, yeah it's awesome yeah, I, I literally, like, he's just Apollo Creed in my head all the time now. And, like, that's it, all I do is I watch that and I'm just like, man, the King of Sting is really messing people up. This is awesome. <laughs> he's hes really become a good, like, ruler. The, the the Master of Disaster is doing a great job on, uh, yeah, on the planet Navarro. Um, yeah, I really liked the, uh, the last episode where, you know what's funny about that episode, though, is, like, they, they come to Navarro, they're like, hey, we got the lava fields, you know, now we can build our new land. And then they're like, no, you know what, fuck that, let's go back to Mandalore. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, they did all that work just to be like, let's go take Mandalore back.
0: It's just... Well, it's- I mean... Uh, MC, me, and, me and Mike, I'm talking a lot. What do you think, man?
1: Uh, no, 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 go ahead and say what you were going to say. I, I, can, I can chime in after.
0: I... I definitely see see why, why that would be like you know, like you you don't you, you, you put all this effort in uh only to have it be like, you know, yeah, it's nice. We're gonna go over here though. Um but I, I see it as being more um enough isn't good enough. Like we're we are better than and we deserve more than um a little uh a, a little plot of land uh for our folks um and i i i I like the idea that they feel empowered and they're like you know what fuck this we're taking the planet back um seeing that they can all come together and 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 be a fighting force and Mm -hmm. and accomplish something that uh, uh well and then literally literally take a planet back uh and so in doing that they feel empowered to be like you know what no we got our own shit, and it's over there and it's ours um, and we're we're gonna reunify um it is there have been there's been a lot of talk about that i've seen online about um about mandalorians being a stand-in for jews about like the cultural uh stand-ins about how like the fact that the Foundling, when he gets his helmet, he's probably about thirteen. Uh, you know, he has to go through recitation. Bo-Katan's whole oh, Bocatan goes through that whole thing when they're when they're back on Mandalore about how she like recited the, you know the, like these old verses where she didn't give a shit, but her parent her father was so proud of her to be seeing her go through this 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 ritual and this trial. Um, there are lost people. I literally
2: mentioned others. the diaspora
0: earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you go to the diaspora. Like there's, there's all these things, uh, like, and there's a, there's a TikTok I can, I'll see if I can find, uh, wow. but this one went a through
2: and, That's awesome.
0: and broke down. <laughs> <laughs> she went through and she broke down. She was like, she would show a clip and she was like, and then just going through and like, and use it like, this is this thing from Jewish tradition. This is this thing. This is this. She's like, am I just saying words? Or is, this, or is there actually something to this? Um, but this idea but of- They you know, can't
2: remove their helmet. It's the fucking yarmulke.
0: It, it's, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing that they wear all the time. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> taken
2: your yarmulke off?
0: No, this is the way, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> or is, is, it, is, is the yarmulke or the, the payas? The, the, um, there's, she, cause she, she, she definitely references like, there's a thing that you're not supposed to ever take off, but I can't remember specifically what it is.
2: Yeah, I mean it's different for the, for women, but yeah, the men, it's the yarmulke. I can't remember okay. what it's called for the women, but yeah, like it the only way they could make this more Jewish is if when Mando shows up, the armor is like, have you eaten? You're so skinny.
0: <laughs> You're wasting away.
2: And even if you even if you've no no no, I've eaten. They, they're making you food anyways. I'll just make you a sandwich. And like
0: <laughs> But yeah, it's uh it's it's cool to see them, you know. I mean, and like when we find them now, they're in a desert. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I was
1: going to say, like, I, I literally Googled it and I found uh, a post from Our Judaism on Reddit. is like, yeah, if you think about it, it's the, the perfect unintentional parallel for Jews immediately after the destruction of the temple. An ethno-religion with converts and different sects whose internal strife led to an outside imperial power, destroying their homeland, and only those outside Mandalore slash Jerusalem survived they seek to retake
0: their homeland and you have uh uh the very traditional folks versus the not Mm -hmm. and Bo-Katan kind of representing like well I was born into this I lived through it so and and then like you know just the sort of the general feel of someone who's raised in a religion versus someone who uh maybe adopted it later um and then how those two different extremes will function um oh man Navarro is Brooklyn in like the 30s or 40s. Shit. And yeah. they're basically going, you know, and then now we start getting into like really kind of iffy territory, yeah, where they're going to, you know, take Israel, um, yeah, which in their you know, defense though,
2: yeah. there's not a whole group of Hopefully, people on the war. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, if there is, that's going to get real. Internet, up, yeah, where yeah. like,
0: this yeah. is ours now.
2: Not, not like, hey, can, see, can we share
0: this? No we do know that there are there are like native species on oh shit oh no (laughs) oh no now they don't necessarily have to displace them yeah but there definitely is going to be some degree of like clearing out the riffraff to make things safe and how do you make glass
2: from sand
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Uh, (laughs) so yeah (laughs) it's <laughs> it's 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 a, a going to be rough It's a metaphor that or a euphemism that starts off real strong and then gets not ideal as it yeah. goes
1: along.
2: When when the Simpsons were doing the uh they did the um story of Moses and at one point Milhouse looks at uh um cuz it was Lisa wasn't Lisa Moses or was it yeah it was Lisa oh, Lisa was Moses and Milhouse goes, "Yeah, so after this it's all clear sailing for the Jews, right?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about that. Yeah, no, that's it's good shit though, man. And like, um, the more and more we talk about it, the more I realize these little things, and and I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, I, the one thing that bums me out is seeing how bureaucratic and like uncaring the New Republic is, because it's like they didn't learn any of the lessons from the fall of the old republic, and. Yeah that kind of bums me out. I mean, it's fine because it's a good allegory. It's a good like, again, good sci-fi, good fantasy is a mirror to what's going on in the real world. And I think that that's really powerful saying like, hey, if you're not on top of this shit, this is how fascism starts. And this is how it doesn't die when you don't kill it, when you let it fester, when you bring it in because you're like, well, they had some good ideas. Like that's how it continues to grow. That's why we're in the situation we're in right now in this country is because we didn't, like, just nip that shit in the bud and, like, burn every aspect of it. Like, we were like, well, you know, they built good roads and their trains are always on time. And, like, we allowed that shit to be excusable. So, if you're, again, if you're one of those douchebags who's like, I don't like my sci-fi political, it's always been political. So, yeah.
1: Surprise, surprise.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um... How do we think this is going yeah. to wrap up? What do you guys think?
1: Well, Can I chime in? because no, I'm sorry. I haven't, I haven't, yeah. I haven't so, talked yet. I'm so excited about Space Jews and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you guys have uh, pretty much in, in largely just in agreement with, with everything you guys have talked about to this point. Um, episodes 4 and 5 have been both, both pretty dope. And kind of having not watched Both until recently, kind of re. It's kind of like I I forgot how great the series was because just because I hadn't seen it the last couple weeks, and immediately after getting back into it, it it's like oh, of course, no 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 wonder the show is 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 uh really fucking (laughs) really fucking great. Um, yeah um, these the episode four I thought was really dope just because we we finally got a little bit of uh um. A little bit more, a little bit of action. I loved, I loved how a lot of the, the the fight sequences were. I thought them taking down that aerial beast was really dope, and even just the 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 old trope of like, oh, I'm gonna jetpack down and save the child before hitting the, the their destruction at the water. Like, I, that was all really cool. Like I, I I enjoyed every 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 bit of that. Um, I wasn't sh- episode five. I wasn't sure who Zeb was, but I, I watched the, like a an Easter egg video. They kind of talked a lot about. That brought up who he was and his significance, especially in particular to the Ahsoka series that's going to be coming up. And actually, the video that I watched also brought up like a really a really cool point in terms of the VFX that they used for him in particular and why it looks so good. Which is, they've had the same people that worked on him for, what was it, Clone Wars that he was in? Rebels. Rebels. Yeah, the, the same people who had been animating him since then are in the VFX department that worked on it for this. Oh, that's cool. And, and the it, at Lucas, Lucasfilm keeps all their VFX people in house, so the people who worked on it are the they like they've been wanting to find ways to bring um, his 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 model from back then into live action for so long, and they were finally able to do it for this. And it was like it it came out really good, especially with just the amount of detail that really just kind of went into it that it makes it look like oh no, this is an actual being. This is not like. No offense to Marvel, but like with some of the some of the more uh, fantastical creatures we've seen in Marvel, where it's like very clear that you know you are VFXing over someone in a suit with uh, you know with uh, with stuff and whatnot. You know, so I thought that was kind of like a cool a cool little Easter egg. Um, but yeah, I've I, I kind of really enjoyed just all the setup that, they, that they've been doing. There's only three episodes left, so I kind of feel like we're we're due for. Uh, kind of like that big, like, oh, this is when the, the shit really starts, like, hitting the fan and, and going. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did want to run something by you, because you kind of t- touched on a little bit earlier in regards to, um, uh, what was the, the, you said it was the, the blacksmith? Yeah, did, the, the armor. Like, yeah. yeah, the armor. do you feel like, like she kind of, like... Went over to Bocatan like it seemingly kind of was like rushing Bocatan into like this new era or, or like just kind of pushing it in that direction. Because I don't feel like if we were that far removed from like the whole stuff with Mando removing his helmet, and now all of a sudden it's just like, eh, I guess I guess it's cool now.
0: I no, I I, I can I can certainly see that uh that stance on it. Yeah. I think that for her in particular uh, meaning the 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 armor she is she is more concerned about the cause okay and it she only starts doing that after Bo-Katan is like I saw a mythosaur like a real one like I, like if like on the planet um because at first she's like, oh yeah, you know you're yeah. very lucky to have that vision and um that that doesn't come to everyone and she's like, no no, no like for real like I saw an actual. Like fucking dinosaur underwater. Uh, yeah. Like I, I was, I was in the living waters of Mandalore, and yeah. I saw a Mithasaur. And so she's like, "Oh shit, dope! You're the, you're the Messiah." Okay, cool. Um, and so she, she very quickly puts together, uh, like you're gonna be the one to rally all of us. You're gonna you're be rally- the one to bring, okay, to unify like all the Mandalorians. Cool. I it definitely happens fast
1: yeah that, that's what threw me off about it it was just like oh this this kind of moved very quickly it seemingly like sure. didn't even really require proof which i mean maybe that maybe that's she, like
0: but she that's the mean, nature of faith yeah i was gonna say yeah, i, I, I like,
1: think about it it's like yeah she, yeah, well, yeah that's also, that's also i like, feel like it fits too yeah
2: because she's such a strict adherer to her way of doing things mm-hmm. yeah that like when a situation like that, I saw a mythosaur. Well, fuck, you're the chosen one. Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: Well, and also it's important to note that that Bo doesn't come to her and say I saw a mythosaur. It was like, hey, um, I think I saw this thing. Uh, it was it, like, it was, it was weird. Uh, like she comes to her home. Yeah. She comes to her uh, as someone who's like, I, I'm pretty sure this is what happened, and, um, you know, I, I. She, she like she didn't bust in the door and be like I'm Jesus what's up. She <laughs> she was like she came to her as someone who was who uh, uh, read very genuinely um, and uh, and I think that is particularly when you consider like the degree to which the armorer is like no like these are the fucking rules this is right. how shit works um, and you know it's not a coincidence that they have Bo-Katan read the inscription. Uh, uh on the the little like wall there uh before he walk before he walks in the, in the living waters um you know so we, under- we we have a greater understanding of the significance of mythosaur as a symbol um and the fact like you know mythro belongs to all mandalorians uh and like this person is the first one the idea that they exist at all two the fact that this person who was like supposed to be queen uh, who like who is a princess of of man life. like she, like she is royalty um so you get kind of a a king Arthur thing there um and 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 when you have that combined with the fact that it's like shit's going well for us like we need we can like start to really come together um does it happen fast absolutely but i don't think it happens too fast okay i think it happens in such a way that it makes sense for those characters um, if it had been another character that was kind of going along with that, I could see it being a problem. Yeah. Um, but I, I think for, for what it is and for who is being, who is interacting, I think yeah. it makes sense.
1: Actually, yeah, like when I, the second you said Faith, I was like, oh yeah, okay, actually, yeah, now, yeah. I, now I think about it like that, it's like, oh yeah, okay, it's not, not happening too quickly. Like, it, it, it does make sense for that.
2: We haven't even mentioned the fact that, um, Moff Gideon is free.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he's, yeah. And he's, yeah. he's very, very, very out very there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like that's the other thing that I've really enjoyed about The Mandalorian is they do some shit with Star Wars that we've never seen before. Like they take it to some gritty places. Like we've seen people like frozen in carbonite, Han Solo, but like in the first season like we actually see him actively do it. And you're just like, "Oh shit. Like that's a pretty brutal process." Damn. Um Uh, Paul um, Sun Hyung Lee's character comes across that Lambda class shuttle that had a hole blown through it and you see dead bodies frozen in space and like that's that's some intense shit for Star Wars I was I was really surprised by that like that was I'm not surprised but like again it's it's like okay so this is where we're going this is kind of cool like I, I like that this is where we're going with this now um And now that I'm looking it up, as far as The Mandalorian, he plays uh, Captain Captain Carson Carson, Yeah, Teva, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was about to type that.
2: Yeah, thank you. Um, Look at us doing research and shit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's. I like that we're leading to this. I like that they've made Moff Gideon the big bad. I I really do. Um, I think that we're going to see some cool shit. I think we're going to see Moff Gideon again. Because honestly, who doesn't want to see Giancarlo Esposito just chewing fucking scenery? Cause that man, like just oh yeah, every time we get a speech from him, like, yeah, when he like chuckled when he was like, This should be interesting after he lost the darksaber to Mando, I was like, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, then just like watching him shit his pants when Luke Skywalker showed up.
0: Like <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I'm I'm really, really excited uh to see what's going on. I, I kind of I know it sounds dumb and like does it go? Ho- hopelessly optimistic, but like I kind of want to see the New Republic like not look like sacks of shit, and that's all we're seeing. I mean, like I, I kind of want to see them be heroic for like a hot second. Like, give me some Han, give me some Leia, give me some Luke, like uh, Chewie. Like, let them show up and do some cool heroic shit. Um, it, it might be too hopeful.
0: I don't know. I mean, I I, I think it sort of just. Not the way governments work. They're not they're yeah, not supposed I'm... to be like if you want like heroes are celebrities, and if you want a celebrity politician, Donald Trump is waiting for you. Like the oh, the by the way. <laughs> happy indictment, everyone. Yeah. Happy uh, indictment happy for indictment. those who celebrate. we are pouring up on Tuesday. Oh
2: man. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to hear those cuffs get clack clacked on
1: his fat, stupid wrists. And then, most um, gets public goes public. Oh man.
0: God. Yeah, so I, 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 under, I, I understand. Like, I, I understand wanting to see like um, some some badass hero shit. But a lot of that really comes from you know being in a position where you're the underdog, and like you yeah. you, you get more heroic moments because of things like that. Yeah. But when you're you are now the installed like ruling class there's nothing to be heroic about and you like you put it this way but put it this way there isn't currently a villain the republic is facing so there's nothing for them to be heroic about that's fair the villain that that they're gonna run up against is gonna be uh uh Moff, moff gideon but it's not gonna be the new republic fighting them it's no. gonna be the Mandalorians. Yeah. Um I mean specifically it's gonna be, you know, uh uh Din and like he's gonna and, and Gideon's gonna sort of like definitely get that ball rolling to to lead toward uh uh first order. But you know, yeah, you 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 need to have you need to have balance uh in this Star Wars series where yeah. if you want a hero, you need a villain. And right now we don't really have one at least not on that scale and i think that's also part of the, the the story as well is the complacency of um being on top you know when you when you've won you're less concerned about uh maintaining your place and more about kind of like the day to day like uh uh what's what's his character's name again captain oh carson oh, tiva carson tiva Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Captain Tiva, like, he's like, hey, we gotta go take care of this thing. And Tim Meadow's character it's a bureaucrat now. And he's like, that's not how things work anymore. We can't just rush off and do whatever we want. You know, there's a process. There's things we have to go through. And so that becomes part of the question. It's like, which of the two things, one of those things is going to more consistently get people uh, the resources they need, the you know the healthcare they need, the shelter they need, and one is going to be more big bang, flash, zoom kind of shit, but not take care of the people in the same way. Like the rebels were struggling, as they, as well they should be. Like a rebel force is uh, uh, is one that is you know that is by nature the underdog. Um, but you know, when you are kind of focused on uh on the day-to-day and 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 handling all of the minutiae, all of the unsexy things, uh like infrastructure, um, you're gonna lose uh, a sight of you know certain uh uh you know saints of the grass, so to speak. Um and I think it's also sort of the <laughs> To to quote uh, uh, Dark Helmet, uh, that is why evil will always win, because Because good good is is... stupid. (laughs) Because good is dumb. Yeah. um, (laughs) You know, like there's 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 something to be said for, well, what are we going to do with all these people? Just execute them, put them in prison. Then we're just like the Empire. Yeah, we're just like the Empire. And also just like, that's a huge amount of people. Yeah. Like we're going to reduce the populations by a significant percentage. Um, we'll reform them and we'll try to bring them back into the fold. Uh, and you know, maybe it's naive, but maybe it's also, uh, a degree of, yeah. well, we don't want to just murder people. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to just <laughs> try them and, 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 and then execute them. Um, so yeah, I'm saying a lot here point being. I I totally understand, like, I'm both adult and little kid, Mike. Yeah. Like, you want some like cool action shit? That's what the Mandalorians are there for. Yeah. Right now, the we're 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 focusing on a very small story, while we're also looking at the larger implications of how that story is like and what is happening around that story. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and it wouldn't and, make sense honestly because like it, Leia is busy. Yeah, we're well, trying to build. Yeah, Build a government. Same thing with Han. Same thing with Chewie. Yeah. Like same thing ask- with Luke. He's trying to rebuild the Jedi Order.
1: Yeah, no, I was gonna I was gonna ask, like, where could you if you could remind me like where this is in terms of the timeline of events with this, this take place? Ten years after Return of the Jedi?
2: Ten ish years okay. after Return of the Jedi, yeah.
1: That's no, right like five right
2: to ten. Yeah, I think when they first started it was five years, but I don't know how much time has actually passed in the Mandalorian. Um Yeah, I want to say it was like five when they first started the series, but I'd be I would have to double check it. But um the okay, um quick side note. Um one thing I was disappointed with, but I understand the reason why. The last time we saw the armorer kick ass, it was against stormtroopers, and she beat the brakes off them. Stormtroopers, man. She was smashing helmets like you saw like whole chunks of their helmets flying across the room. Like she it was bad. She was bad. She was real bad. And this and this last time when she was fighting the pirates, it wasn't as intense. It was just kind of like ah, I hit you with the hammer and then you fell over. Uh. But like <laughs> it's also it's the difference between characters wearing helmets where you can destroy the helmet and somebody wearing makeup where you actually have to have full contact. You can't have full contact with somebody's fucking cranium like it makes sense. <laughs> I get it. But I was like, man, I just want to see her just like destroy these. Oh, no, these are real humans. Never mind. Can't do that. That's unfortunate. <laughs>
0: yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I
2: did. I did like watching Swamp Thing get blown up, though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Suck a dick, old Greg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a wild fucking design, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: shit. Sen- sentient.
0: Every time I saw
2: it, seaweed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah either way good stuff i like what they're doing with it i think it's it's super exciting um i'm really looking forward to what they're saying i'm also super hopeful because i'm a jedi guy i love the jedi when um bo katan made a reference that she fought alongside the jedi i was like maybe we'll see some jedi show up i don't know it's it it might be hopefully optimistic um but uh, yeah i don't know if we're gonna see luke skywalker again uh, in this series i'm sure they're gonna do some shit with him um they're already setting up for the Ahsoka series. We know that we may end up seeing Grand Admiral Thrawn, which also means that we may end up seeing Ezra Bridger, which would be dope as fuck. Um it would be cool if we got to see Hera Syndulla. Uh she's also from Rebels uh for those who haven't watched it. Um there's a lot of characters. Yeah, why have we not seen um I can't remember her name now. The Mandalorian that was in uh Rebels. What is her name? Why am I blanking on that? She actually had the Darksaber at at one point. Oh no, I hope Moff Gideon didn't take her out. Sabine, Sabine Wren. Oh no, now that makes me sad. (laughs) I really hope that that's not how he got the Darksaber. Oh man, she was cool, because her, yeah. I was gonna
1: say, well, well, just in that vein though, who do you think is the one that set them free? That's the that's the big thing. Wasn't that the, that was the big reveal this week? They found the Beskar on the inside on the inside.
2: Oh, I think, I think that's believe. a. I think, I think, think that's a setup. setup? Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a red herring. I think that they're trying to make the um, New Republic turn against the Mandalorians, and that's that was Mo- Moff Gideon did that. He's like, let me do that because who else would have access to access Beskar? Fucking Moff Gideon. So like he did that to make it look like it was the Mandalorians that freed him when they all hate him, you know, because he destroyed yeah. their home planet. Good be. Or it could be a Mandalorian. I mean, yeah. it could be... Um, Someone going rogue. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember who would have at this point. Um, there's, like, I don't know, because Death Watch became the children of the Watch, which is the Mandalorian sect that we see now, which is why she's got the horns on her helmet, because that's a nod to Darth Maul, who was the leader of Death Watch for a hot second. So we'll we'll see where this is going. Um yeah, either way, like that Thanks for bringing I forgot about that, man. That's a really good point. Like yeah. we may see the new republic show up cuz they're pissed off at the mandalorians now. That'll be interesting. This is going to be an interesting end to the uh, to the season.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they say we have um, three three episodes left.
2: Yeah. So we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up here. Um, Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you, as always. Uh, Stay tuned for our next episode. We are going to be talking about, if you've been following sports, if you follow the March Madness bracket, this year has been particularly wild when it comes to who has made the final four, who made the Elite Eight. Like there have been so many upsets, there have been so many like amazing Cinderella stories. Uh, We did a geeky nerdy version of that where we're gonna talk about TV shows, movies that were either massive upsets to us, meaning the expectations were high and they turned out to be dog crap or vice versa. You didn't expect much from them and they turned it out to be really, 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 really good. So we'll be talking about that in the next episode. So make sure you tune in for that. Big thanks to James Rambo. Big thanks to MC Brooks as always. Appreciate you, fellas. Um, And all you out there listening, we appreciate you too. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We'll be back. Make sure you tune in. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. I,
0: I tried so hard to let you go But
2: some can